Hey everyone, it's Matt Price from ThatSideHustle.com and yeah, I'm basically always explaining about my freelance life and then setting up a new business and uh, it's all about that side hustle because obviously it hasn't uh, matured yet. Uh, so one of the topics and areas I've been exploring recently, um, listening to loads of audiobooks on strategy, um, quite quite an interesting topic really because there isn't there's there's obviously the super tactical kind of like do this 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 this, and I kind of feel a lot of the uh, business development books obviously try and give you that, and then as a kind of precursor to obviously the main let's say value, uh, they'll obviously give you their overarching reason why they're doing x y and z um and then they they call that strategy but there's a couple of good books um so probably the latest one which i need to uh just look up on my phone right now uh you can get it on audible it's called good strategy slash bad strategy um the difference and why it matters um and one of the areas uh, and kind of topics that they explore um, in that, it's uh, I really like the, um, the kind of narrator as well, but um, definitely listen to it at 1.5 times speed, because um, otherwise it is very slow, um, is this idea of chain link logic. Um, and it's where a business, there's if you're in an organization where there are multiple links in a chain, i.e. there is, uh, the if you're a full non-stop, like a full workspace or whatever, um, if you're making the thing, then shipping the thing, then like building the other thing with it, and you have all these individual areas, or you're say part of a retail block, and it's your store, and then another store, and then the other store. Um, if one, if part of a chain is is bad, there's no point improving anything else but that thing first. Um, and so a lot of businesses can get kind of stuck. Uh, when there's multiple areas in the chain um, that if it's not under that person's control, that person isn't going to make their bit any better uh, because they need the other bit. Um, so let me give you a super basic example. Um, imagine that you're doing the interiors of a car, uh, but the, uh, the, the wheels never work or the car isn't able to turn any good. If that's not your area, there's no real incentive for you to improve your area until that other area is sorted. Now, obviously, taking that as from to a very, very small business, obviously just starting up, we're still trying to do everything from, there's just two, well, there's three of us, but two of us in the kind of partnership. Um, and so we're doing everything from the tax to the accounting, to the website, to the uh, stocking of items, to choosing and designing products, to making the products, to shipping the products. To So you're literally doing thousands of things and there's thousands of links uh, and kind of decisions within that. And there's lots of areas where you can kind of improve. Uh, one of the examples in the book is uh, a person who owns a, a kind of grocery store, kind of little corner shop, um, as it's known over here in the UK. Uh, and so, uh, as as a little a little shop selling, um, you know, magazines, kind of quick meals, blah blah blah. Um, you're obviously you're there's a billion different decisions and areas and directions that you can go in with that kind of retail space. I mean, obviously, there's the obvious things like what's your competition? Your competition is uh, the supermarket, or maybe the takeaway place, or maybe. Um, just your location in general or how it's changing or um, the business rates or, you know, there's there's lots of 
things that you need to compete with to keep down price, to keep up quality, uh, to improve customer service. Like, do you have uh, two tills, one till, one person working there, two people, seven people, 20 people? Um, and then there's also the type of customers that you get. Uh, so in that kind of business, there's a lot of people that can go into a corner shop. They don't really fit a set demographic. It's like they probably want a certain amount of things. You don't generally go into a, a corner shop wanting to buy a TV, for instance. But there's it's kind of a very generic, vanilla kind of place to go. Um, and so do you decide that maybe the business people at rush hour are the priority or the late night students or the... Um, the mums in the afternoon just doing a quick shop or the people that uh, maybe in the area want uh, just a variety, more variety of food from uh, another place that they can't get. Uh, this Obviously, this is why quite a lot of shops that are specializing uh, in a certain cuisine, like there's uh, Polish shops or like loads of Bulgarian shops. We can get really, really nice like Bulgarian cheese and things like that. So depending on your uh, who your kind of target audience is, again, you can have a lot of different areas that you can improve on. And again, being a freelancer, this, the same thing for me is, again, I'm doing my tax, I'm trying to find my work, I'm trying to decide where I want to work, what type of work I want to do, what type of kit I need to get, which bit of kit I need to get. And so again, it can be a bit overwhelming if you're going through this chain to try and figure out what to do first. Um, and so thinking about this, I kind of went through and then basically just made a kind of funnel diagram of basically the whole process of, of I haven't done it for my freelance side yet, um, although that's probably my equipment and maybe more uh, kind of content like this. Um, but for the business, uh, the main the main thing that's now popped up uh, now that we've sorted out our Instagram game and things like that is then the website. And again, with the chain link logic kind of theory is you're trying to get everything up to maximum. But obviously, as you improve one thing, then another thing becomes short. Because, for instance, if you're really focusing on marketing and you get loads of people in, but then you're not very good at inventory or stock management, um, then you need a better system for that to make that more efficient. But then if you're focusing on that, then maybe then you start slacking on the marketing side of things or maybe you hire someone and then they're... Um, it's out of your control out, out of how best to use them and so you're wasting resources there and so it's all this kind of delicate balance of like efficiency but also decisions as to where you're gonna use resources so I just want to kind of flag that idea in general because I think it's very very interesting I think it, it applies a lot to business in general because there's obviously a general direction you're going you know that you have these basic components like make a product and then market that product to people those people will buy that and then you will be able to buy more raw materials or more products to then sell to more people to then and then this is how you basically make a money machine in a way where you'll just be able to essentially if your advertising is successful for instance for every pound or dollar or yen or whatever you spend um you're able to make uh, $1.50 or £1.50 um, so then you put a pound into the machine and you get £1.50 out and so then when you have that kind of system and you're able to sustain the quality um, you're able to then just put in thousands of pounds and get thousands of more pounds 
back out to then reinvest into again more and more money and then this is essentially how massive businesses just get even bigger and bigger because again once you have so many resources um it's just quite a lot easy to uh to basically make more but again you can get even bigger firms eventually those are the ones that fail because again of chain link logic there's no there's no area where things seemingly can improve that much more and so there's a lot of waste that ends up happening in the system and uh you see it when there's financial crisis and uh, Lehman Brothers 150 year old bank just like gets blown out the water or Sears which was once like I don't know like 20 times as big as Walmart is now uh, going bust or Blockbuster doesn't decide to invest in online and Netflix like destroys it um, so you see all of this kind of thing they get stuck in this inertia of where they're going and what they're trying to do and how efficient they're trying to be um, and so for instance Amazon it's really good because they're just all they're really trying to do is just be super customer centric that's literally all they care about it doesn't really matter that much about the workers or it doesn't matter so much about the products it's like whatever the customer wants you're going to give the customer what they want they're going to keep coming back and then we're just going to find more and more innovative ways to do that and now recently they just released a special app uh, for miners to do shopping so that tells you how like customer centric they're trying to be they're trying to get basically 16 year olds on their phone with their own amazon prime account to like order stuff next day and just get super used to um to that kind of ecosystem so yeah let me know what you think about this um this idea in general and uh if this maybe helps you kind of open up and figure out a rough place to start because again it's really hard to quantify some of these things like do you rate i i decided to rate them all out of 10 i didn't rate any area 10 out of 10 um apart from maybe the the checkout uh kind of system but that's really because i don't know how to improve that anymore in terms of like people have to enter certain types of information and but it's all about how you can make that more fun and stuff like that. But again, we're getting into like the 99% and it's the 1% the thing that breaks the whole company when you could improve 20% in uh, just how they're able to view a catalog. And that actually ends up meaning that as a whole, you do a lot better conversion rate and things like that. So um, hopefully that helps you kind of, uh, if you've been getting kind of stuck in where you are right now, um, and there's so many decisions and things you could do. Um, I What I did is just write kind of a funnel of where things go, where they kind of start, whether it's like I, I start with my customer and then how do I get my customer with marketing? And then the marketing leads to the website and the website leads to the choosing of the product. Um, and just really trying to take a more granular approach and then rate those things out of 10 to then basically say, okay, well, this one I now think is the weakest. So all I'm going to do is get this from a 5 out of 10 to a 6 or a 7 out of 10. Um, and then I'll be able to work on the next thing. And obviously, eventually, you have to try and keep upgrading the whole system. But as you focus and spend more resources and time on one thing, then you're going to fall short on something else. So it's that whole kind of like... Uh, love career fitness and family life thing you're either spending loads of time with your family and then your career is just kind of staying stagnant and all this kind of allocation of time and this this kind of ethereal uh, work-life balance thing comes into play as well so 
hopefully that helps. Getting a really dry mouth in this hotel, so I will end this here. But until next time, <coughs> I will uh, speak to you later. <laughs>